Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. The following is a post time with Mike and Mike production. Trent McWicket is lonely on the lead. He's up by four on the outside. Don't tell me again, cutting into the margin, but it's McWicket four years later back at the top of the sport. Homicide Hunter who sweeps past on the outside. Homicide Hunter trotting into the finish. It's Homicide Hunter who will hit the line. 148 and 4, the fastest trotter ever. Dewey did done good down the boulevard of broken dreams. Walker Meister coming at him. Walker Meister on the outside getting the best of him. Walker Meister in front. Giddy Three wide, all bets off. They're at the top of the stretch. Rocket Ron turns first in the Battle of Lake Erie. On the outside, bit of a legend. Rocket Ron, bit of a legend. On the outside, bit of a legend. This year's battle champion, 23 and one. Homeward bound in Gold Cup and Soccer, 59. Somewhere, Penty, rocking in heaven. Rose Run Quest is there. Here is the French connection. The alerts have won it. Fine. Twinkle takes aim in the passing lane. Now Caviar Alley in full gear outside. Sharton start a feeling. Caviar Alley all out. Sharton digging deep. Sharton's going to dig in here and get the win here. Sharton up on the front end. Then none shall pass for Tim Dietrich. Giddy You're tuned in to the official podcast of the Sport of Harness Racing Post Time with Mike and Mike with co-host Mike Carter. Foiled again! Holds on to win! Foiled again, tough as nails! And Mike Bozich. The Iron Horse has cemented his legacy! Giddy Don't touch that dial. It's an exciting, action-packed rendition of Hooks Time with Mike and Mike presented by the United States Trotting Association and Bet America. Mike Carter joining you live from the Hooks Time with Mike and Mike Studios in Columbus, Ohio, joined by my always co-host, Mike Bozich. And first off, a very Merry Christmas and a Happy Holidays to everybody who listens to the show. Uh, Thanks so much for taking time out of your Boxing Day to spend it with Mike and I. And Mike, what an action-packed show we have lined up. It's the 2019 Post Time with Mike and Mike Awards nomination show. This is this is my favorite show of the year, bar none. I mean, we've got a lot of uh, great shows. We talked to great guests throughout the year. But, you know, the Post Time with Mike and Mike Awards, Mike, and you've mentioned it, it's kind of turned into a season a little bit because, we, you know, we start the season with opening up for nominations. That takes a couple of weeks to get all the nominations in. Some great nominations, by the way, certainly – Hats off to uh, all the Post Time with Mike and Mike fans. We got a lot, tons of nominations uh, in pretty much every category. And, uh, you know, it's great to see, you know, people that would normally not get the recognition that they deserve in this industry get some recognition here with the Post Time with Mike and Mort's, uh, Mike and Mike Awards. Seven great categories. And like I said, it's my favorite show because you never know what kind of nominations you're going to get. I mean, this is this, these are the fans' awards, Mike. This is... 100% dictated by you, the post time with Mike and Mike listeners, the nominations, the votes, the winners, everything is determined by you guys. And I think, Mike, that's what makes this award show unique. 
what makes this year different than most is how wide open it is. And let mm-hmm. me give you an example. For Iron Horse of the Year, we had 13 different nominations. Wow. For Innovator of the Year, we had 10. For mm. Race Fan of the Year, we had 11. For right. Small Stable, we had 12. Race Call of the Year, we had 8. Horsewoman of the Year, this is this one's huge, Mike. We had 14, wow. 13 different nominations. 13 for wow. Horsewoman. And then an upset of the year, we had nine. So, you know, I'll tell you what, people really put in the time and the effort. Thanks so much to those of you who did put down a couple of sentences. I only had to do a little bit of work this year. Uh, it was six hours instead of 12, Mike. So I, I think we're moving <laughs> up in the world. Yeah, no question, Mike. I know you do a lot of work putting together the biographies. And, uh, you know, it's it's great because, you know, a lot of the horsewomen, horsewomen, horses that people wouldn't normally know, they learn a lot by uh, the bios and by listening to the show. Because, you know, the cool thing about the the nomination show, the, the period of time between the nomination show and the award show is the fact that we have a lot of those guests uh, that are up for those awards in that period, that two, three week period on our on our program. So we get to learn about you know, some of uh, what makes these horsemen, horsewomen tick. And these are people, you know, guys and girls and horses that don't necessarily get a lot of recognition. So it's pretty awesome. It really is pretty awesome. Yeah, for sure. So we're going to be uh, discussing all, uh, let's see, I, I count six categories. There might be seven. Let's see. One, There's two, seven. three, four, five. There's seven categories. Seven mm-hmm. categories. Uh, the biographies are done. The ballot is ready. Voting begins at noon today. Let's kind of talk about how voting uh, does take place. Uh, voting uh, will begin at 12 noon via our website, www.posttimewithmikeandmike.com. Also, you can visit surveymonkey.com forward slash r forward slash post time awards that will turn on at 12 noon today we will have the biographies uh, attached to our homepage, also attached to the press release that goes out at noon today to all of the news outlets there will be one vote per person please do not vote more than once we ask that um you leave uh don't don't give our third party uh too much work to do uh because votes are disqualified uh if you vote more than once which means and we, your original we, vote we can, and we can tell yes we can tell which means your original vote will be disqualified and there's nothing that we can do about it because voting is out of our hands um a couple of years ago we turned things over to the guys at survey monkey and they do a great job in helping us tally the votes up and get all of the things uh set together so we once it leaves our hands at 12 noon this afternoon we have no control over it so please 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 make sure you're only voting one time well it's like the nominations we have no control over the nominations either i mean this is this is a this is totally dictated by the post time with mike and mike listeners and i think that's what makes you know this award season kind of award a kind of uh unique kind of different and unique is because you know it's it's all you guys it's all you guys. We just kind of we're we're just kind of the overseers, Mike. We're kind of the regulators, we're like the judges at a racetrack. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. Let's not go there. <laughs> you know, Let's not. But talk anyway, that, okay? no, no. But anyway, once again, uh, we're going to uh, get the first one. We're going to do is race call of the year, and Mike, I'm gonna leave it to you. I'm gonna leave it to you because you've you've got all the race calls uh, tuned up and and fired up and ready yeah. to go. So. Do you want to go to a commercial break, or do you want to get this yeah, thing over with? Yeah, let's take a quick uh, time out, and uh, all right. we'll get them all queued up and go ready to go. All right, sounds good. You've got the 2019 Awards Nomination Show. You've got Post Time with Mike and Mike, presented by Bet America and the USTA. We'll let everybody know the 2019 nominees for the Sam McKee Race Call of the Year. Up next. The Jason Beam Horse Racing Podcast, brought to you by Twinspire is your home for daily thoroughbred horse racing conversation. Join host Jason Bean as he discusses racing from around the country, interviews jockeys, trainers, media personalities, and horse players every Monday through Friday. The show can be found at Twinspires.com or on iTunes, Spreaker, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts from. The Jason Beam Horse Racing Podcast, brought to you by Twinspires. Horse Youth Foundation has the power to bring a life-changing experience to any child. We introduce youth to the horses and skills that build confidence, friendships, and a lifelong love of harness racing. 
The Harness Horse Youth Foundation has been a positive influence in the lives of thousands of young people since 1976. Check out the complete list of Harness Horse Youth Foundation camps and activities at hhyf.org. That's hhyf.org. Hey, racing fans, we all know the ride begins well before the starting gate. Stay warmed up around the clock at PennHorseRacing.com, your home for all things harness and thoroughbred racing. PennHorseRacing.com gives you the inside track on betting, industry events, breeding, news, and more. You know, everything that'll give you an edge come post time. Visit PennHorseRacing.com today. Brought to you by the Pennsylvania Horse Racing Association. Family property call 1-800-GAMBLER. Here are the nominees for the 2019 Sam McKee Race Call of the Year. We kick it off with the 2019 Gold Cup and Saucer, Vance Cameron. Not far away. Coming up third, Liz Byrne up the inside. Rock Diamond. Wow. Four of them. Here is Rock Diamond and Mitchell Cushing. They win the Gold Cup and Saucer. Up next is the 2019 a Little Brown Jug, where Southwind Ozzy took down both heats. Roger Houston with the call. All right, we go to running aces for the 2019 Dan Patch free for all pace. Darren Gagne had the call. Top of the stretch, three quarter time, 121 and four. The one to catch is still rocking speed, who has a three length lead. Nine ways is racing second, shaking free toward the inside is. Fire Drake next in third position and top notch. They hit the top of the lane. Rockin' Speed is the one to catch. From the pocket, here comes Nine Ways toward the inside. Fire Drake, a 16th to the wire. Rockin' Speed and Nine Ways battling it out down to the line. Nine Ways takes over the lead. Nine Ways will win it again in 150 and 2. 150 and 2, another track record for Nine Ways at running. Next up is the 2019 Potomac Pace, where Endeavor sprung the upset. Pete Medhurst with the call. North Sonoro, Hanover at the inside third. Nowhere to go for Delta winner. Courtly Choice and Slick Tony. They come to the top of the stretch. It's American history trying to dig in. On the outside, Endeavor. North Sonoro, Hanover at the inside. Delta winner creeping up on the rail. They come across the track three wide. Endeavor! Next up is the 2019 Sam McKee Memorial, where Lather Up put in a monstrous 159-2 effort for the mile and an eighth. Ken Workington was on the call. 20 and 1, it's Lather Up and McWicked. This is the plan right there on the inside as they turn home and into the stretch of the Sam McKee Memorial. Lather Up. Big Wicket on the outside appears to have gotten a cold shoulder here. Lather Up in front by two now three, and he's getting away. Smith is the plan on the inside. Then it's McWicket and Dorso Duro Hanover. Lather up. Absolutely destroys them. And he wins again. Lather up. Then this is the plan. McWicket and Dorso Duro Hanover in 159 and 2 for the mile and 1 8. And then we go back to the Meadowlands one more time for Ken Workenden as he called Sharton the fastest 146 and 4 mare to ever race in the history of harness racing at the Meadowlands in the Lady Liberty. Quarters in 121 into the stretch of the Lady Liberty and Charton just took off like a shot. What acceleration here. Charton, dazzling acceleration. Caviar Dally is Prolog looking for second. And then on the inside, Applebottom Jeans, closing shower play. Charton, a repeater in the Lady Liberty in 146 and four. A world record performance. It doesn't get any better than that. Charton. So there are the nominees for the 2019 Sam McKee Race Call of the Year. Wow. 
dazzling acceleration. I love that line that was uh, that was ripped off there by Ken Warkinson. But you know, one of the cool things about it, and uh, you know, we listen to these race calls, and and Mike, obviously, we both call races, is you know the emotion in the announcers' voices, the different announcers' voices as. You know, the horses are getting ready to cross the line. I mean, just great, great emotion by uh, all six of the nominees. Of course, five of the nominees, considering Ken's got two different races in here. But uh, some great race calls. And uh, I'll tell you what, this is going to be a wide open event because you could make a case for all six of them. You sure could. And I'll tell you what, uh, the Lady Liberty final, uh, of course, you know, the Potomac pace was completely wide open. Uh, like you said, it doesn't get any better than that. No, it certainly doesn't. I mean, you had a bunch of wide open races there, but I mean, let's talk about some of these, uh, uh, guys real quick. First of all, let's talk about Vance Cameron. It seems like he's kind of a mainstay, uh, when it comes to that gold cup and saucer race, it seems like what for the last three or four years now, it's been right there amongst the race call of the year. And, you know, and, 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 you know, you kind of ask yourself, you know, when you think about, um, the narration of these races, you know, you ask yourself, you know, would a race like the gold cup and saucer ever be the same without the voice of Vance Cameron? Would a race like the little Brown jug ever be the same without the voice of Roger Houston? You know, uh, things like that. I mean, you know, Ken Workington has cemented himself, you know, as the voice of the Hamiltonian, um, you know, in, in some of the big races at the Meadowlands. I mean, you know, these voices, Mike, have become synonymous with these races and, you know, I've always been, you know, and, and I think you are too, and I think pretty much all the announcers are, that the, the show's not about them. The show's about what happens on the particular racetrack. You know, right. I mean, some of the great baseball calls and some of the great football calls and sports calls even. Um, but, you know, it can't help. It just simply can't help uh, that the call, of the, whether it's a sporting event or a race, is synonymous with the actual event. And, you know, I mean, hats off to these guys. They put such great emotion, I think, into these race calls. And, uh, you know, Vance is – he's just one of those guys, Mike, that I just don't think the Gold Cup and Saucer would be the same without his voice. Yeah, I completely agree. You know, Vance is uh, – he puts a lot of, you know, emotion and pumps everybody up. And one of the things that I try to do in my race calls, and I've had to tone it down a little bit, um, you know, is, is putting too much excitement into the call. And, you know, for the Gold Cup and Saucer, I believe they go for uh, $60,000. It's one of the best races in Canada. There is never too much excitement there from Vance, and I look forward to hearing his call each and every year. Well, no, and of course, it's a whole event up there in uh, PEI. And, uh, and what about Roger Houston? Now, see, there's you brought up a kind of an announcing philosophy. There is a couple of different philosophies that, that go into that because you say about, well, making your race too exciting. And I get that. I do because, you know, you're on the grind of an, of an everyday meet. Like, you know, Northfield Park, like you've called it Northfield Park. It's a long meet. I mean, it's a year-round meet. Harris, Philadelphia is 150 days. So, you know, you're, basically you're calling a lot of races. You're seeing a lot of races. And, you know, Roger Houston has the philosophy that, and I think it's a good one, that every race is somebody, somebody's Hamiltonian. Every race is somebody's Kentucky Derby, whether you're, you know, a gambler or whether you're a horseman or horsewoman. Yeah, I completely agree with that statement. Uh, every race is somebody's Derby. Everybody, every race is somebody's Hamiltonian. You don't know. Um, it could be their first win. It could be their hundredth win. But you always have to do something to make it exciting. And uh, I completely agree with that statement by Roger. But, you know, six great races from this year, just in general. I mean, you've got Charton in the Lady Liberty. You've yeah. got the Sam McKee Memorial. Endeavor could actually fit the upset of the year category. We'll see if Endeavor makes that category a little bit later on. Uh, you've got the Little Brown Jug. I mean, just so many great races throughout the season. And how cool is it to see our guy, Pete Medhurst, get a chance to call some of the best horses the best free-for-all horses in the country with the potomac pace the last couple of years dude he is you know what a great guy uh what a great guy just in general um you know pete medhurst is just a fantastic individual uh he calls navy football he calls he calls lacrosse he calls for the volleyball he does a little (laughs) bit of everything volleyball Swimming, wrestling. I mean, I'll tell you what, this guy's a jack of all trades. It's probably not a sport he can't call, you know, but it's good to see him 
uh, get a chance to call some of the greatest horses, uh, you know, uh, some of the great free-for-allers in the Potomac Pace the last few years. And, of course, you know, Ken Warkington, we, we all know how good Ken is. I mean, year after year, Ken is just solid behind the mic. He's, uh, he brings that professionalism with him always a joy to listen to with the, I, I call him the golden voice. Cause he's just got such a great voice. He does a lot of voiceover work too, for a lot of different uh, farms and all that. So he's multi-talented as well. Plus he's a hockey player. He likes to play hockey. And, uh, and, and, and last but not least, certainly how far has our man Darren Gagne came? Yeah. You know, he was, uh, I, I'm not sure that a whole lot of people knew who he was before he began at running aces. And I'll tell you what, he's really put it together. He's got to call it Gulfstream West. A uh, couple yep. of times, so uh, you know. I, I tell you what, uh, it, it's really, 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 really something special. And anybody that deserves, anybody that calls a Gulfstream Park West automatically deserves a, a medal. <laughs> automatically deserves a medal because I, would you say that's got to be the hardest track to call at? That well, you've probably certainly called that, right? Yeah, I've called there. It's uh, one of the most difficult places that I've ever called a race. So, uh, you know, one of these days we'll have Jason Beam or Pete Ilo on the show, and uh, we'll talk about it. All right. So that does the six nominees for the Sam McKee Race Call of the Year. Once again, you can vote now at posttimewithmikeandmike.com. But we still have six other categories to announce. We're going to take a time out. And then, Mike, what do you think? We should do two a crack between, uh, between commercial breaks from here on out? Yeah, why not? Okay, so let's get to a commercial timeout when we come back. More announcements, more nominees for the 2019 Post Time with Mike and Mike Awards. We've got Post Time with Mike and Mike presented by Bet America and the USTA. Back in a moment. Southern Oaks has been the winter home of many great horses competing in several different stakes programs. It's home to leading trainers such as Irv Miller, John Bootenshane, Eddie Lohmeyer, and Ian Moore, just to name a few. The farm is conveniently located within 45 minutes of both the Orlando Airport and Daytona Beach in sunny Florida. Southern Oaks, arguably the best training service in all of Florida, has stalls for rent for the winter season. For more information, visit southernoakstraining.com at southernoakstraining.com. Are you interested in learning more about owning standard bred racehorses? Do you want to experience the excitement of driving a standard bred? Owning a racehorse is a once-in-a-lifetime experience and not as difficult as you may think. The United States Trotting Association wants to help make your ownership dreams a reality. Contact a member of the Ownership Concierge team by email at owners at ustrotting.com or by calling 877-800-8782, extension 5555. The Jason Beam Horse Racing Podcast, brought to you by Twinspire, is your home for daily thoroughbred horse racing conversation. Join host Jason Beam as he discusses racing from around the country, interviews jockeys, trainers, media personalities, and horse players every Monday through Friday. The show can be found at Twinspires.com or on iTunes, Spreaker, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts from. The Jason Beam Horse Racing Podcast, brought to you by Twinspire. We're back on Post Time with Mike and Mike. Post Time with Mike and Mike, presented by Bet America and the USTA. Mike Bozich, along with Mike Carter. Before we continue our awards nominations, let's talk a little bit about Winback Farm and what's new to Ontario in 2020. It is the one and only Jimmy Frank, the richest son of sports writer, the All American Summer Mare Western Ideal. Jimmy was an O'Brien Award winner, the fastest and richest son of sports writer, as we just mentioned, and the winner of multiple stakes at ages two, three, and four. And he is new to Ontario in 2020. For more information, visit winbackfarm.com. That's winbackfarm.com. Mike Bozich along with Mike Carter. We continue along with our 2019 awards and nominations show. Once again, you can go to posttimewithmikeandmike.com to vote. We already announced the uh, finalists for the Sam McKee Race Call of the Year. And Mike Carter, it's time to announce the nominees for the Ted Barkas Race Fan of the Year. And Mike, this is, as always, one of my favorite categories because it's all about the race fan. That's correct. We uh, have, oh goodness, I have to look now at the illustrious wall of fame that we have. If you've never visited our wall of fame, check out our website, www.posttimewithmikeandmike.com. We have one two-time winner in Albert Nash. Uh, Tom Dubrick has won this award. Sidney Weaver has won this award. So it's definitely something uh, special to us uh, to allow race fans to be able to win this award. This award is not, excuse me, is named after Ted Barkis, 
who was an original Post Time with Mike and Mike Award nominee, and he uh, sadly passed away uh, not long before our very first Post Time with Mike and Mike Award show, and uh, we subsequently named the award after him. All right, so uh, I'm going to go and take uh, Ted Barkas, Race Fan of the Year. Mike, I'll let you go ahead with Innovator of the Year. We'll knock out those two uh, before we get to the next break. So without further ado, let's run our cool little bump that we created. And let's tell you about the nominees for the 2019 Ted Barkas Race Fan of the Year Award. The six finalists are Pedro Baez. I believe he was nominated back in 2018 for the Race Fan of the Year. He's once again uh, here in 2019. Of course, the defending uh, champ, Albert Nash. He is a two-time post-time with Mike and Mike Award winner back in 2015 and 2018. He's looking for his third crown. Russ Adams, who, uh, by the way, just saw him at the Meadowlands last Saturday, and he actually won a qualifier uh, in the World Harness Handicapping Championship, so congratulations to Russ. Mark Anderson, you see a lot of Mark on social media. We'll talk more about him in a moment. He is a finalist as well. How about the young Colton Hay, the son of Emily Hay? Colton uh, was a finalist back in 2018 as well. And Joe Pavlika Jr., the lifelong resident of Lyndhurst. And uh, sadly, Pavlika passed away just before the Thanksgiving holiday. We'll talk more about him in a moment. So those are the six finalists, Pedro Baez, Albert Nash, Russ Adams, Mark Anderson, Colton Hay, and Joe Pavlika Jr. And uh, Mike, six great finalists here once again for this Ted Barkas Race Fan of the Year. We'll talk. We'll start by talking about uh, Pedro Baez uh, tirelessly promotes the game via Twitter. He's a pretty much a monster uh, on Twitter. He's also a harness horse player and owner recently got involved in fract- uh, fractional ownership and uh, he's described as an optimistic fan. So Mike, he's one of the guys we like. He guys to try to keep it positive uh, jump from not only being a fan, but an owner and a gambler as well, constantly advocates for improvements in the industry. And uh, a big thing, Mikey attempts to help get new owners involved through fractional ownership. But of course, fractional ownership is something that has really kind of taken front and center stage over the past few years. Baez is from Jersey City, New Jersey. And Mike, how about the two-time uh, uh, race fan <laughs> of the year, Albert Nash? How about tell us about Albert? Yeah, Albert Nash uh, won the inaugural Post Time with Mike and Mike uh, Race Fan of the Year and then in 2015, back again in 2018. Boy, you cannot miss Albert Nash. One of the big things he does is congratulates participants on their victories via Facebook. Um, and again, Al was the first Post Time with Mike and Mike Race Fan of the Year. And he was also featured, Mike, in Youth Beats. So congratulations go out to Albert Nash, uh, who was nominated for uh, potential, Mike, third race fan of the year award. And I think he's pretty much been a nominee each and every year. So uh, congratulations to Albert. Russ Adams, uh, our man, the Hanover Hustler, track handicapper, photo finish operator, Rosecroft Raceway. He is described as the ultimate harness racing fan who lives and breathes the sport. He certainly does. Adams has made several trips to uh, different racetracks throughout the country, most recently Meadowlands Racing. Had a chance to see him on Saturday, won a qualifier of the World Harness Handicapping Championship. He's also uh, a, a premier player with North American Harness Update. Their Friday night podcast, also an astute handicapper. So Russ Adams, once again, I think he's been nominated about three or four times. And once again, he's in the running for the Ted Barkas Race Fan of the Year. How about our guy Mark Anderson, Mike? Yeah, Mark Anderson. I actually met for the very first time at Hoosier Park Racing and Casino uh, back on uh, Hoosier Park Pacing Derby night. Um, he's a former groom and avid lover of the sport of harness racing, uh, who is a continue, uh, continued gambler uh, who watches races from all over the country, is active on social media, and is known for expressing his views on issues attacking the sport and frequents racetracks even with a busy, busy schedule. All right, how about uh, our younger friend, Colton Hay? He can be seen at the racetrack with uh, his mom and trainer and driver, Emily Hay. Colton is a favorite of many of the drivers, and they have given him many whips and driving goggles as souvenirs. He also has some different colors from different drivers, too. And he's got his own helmet. He's got his own set of colors that match his favorite driver, our, our man, Josh Sutton. So Colton Hay, I think he was nominated back in 2018. Once again, he is the finalist in 2019. And perhaps the most interesting story of the 2019 uh, Race Fan of the Year Awards is our next and final nominee 
Mike, Joe Pavlica Jr. Yeah, Joe Pavlica Jr. Uh, was a lifelong resident of Lindhurst, New Jersey, a huge fan of horse racing as a whole. Um, he was a frequent visitor to uh, both thoroughbred and harness tracks throughout the Northeast, especially the Meadowlands and Saratoga. And uh, his handicapping skills earned him a seat in the World Harness Handicapping Championship at the Meadowlands. Uh, coming up in April, unfortunately, though, uh, Pavlika passed away uh, just before the Thanksgiving holiday. All right, so those are our six finalists for the Ted Barnfuss Race Fan of the M. Pedro Baez, Albert Nash, Russ Adams, Mark Anderson, Colt today, and Joe Pavlika Jr. Now, once again, voting is going to be open coming up here in about an hour. You can do so at post time with MikeAndMike.com. Without further hey, ado, hey, it's time to announce. Yes, yes, sir. I, I guess we should. I guess we should, uh, and we should have been doing this all along. Uh, thank goodness we're only two in. But I want to give everybody else the. Uh, who else was nominated uh, for these yes. awards? Because obviously, okay. we want to be able to talk a little bit about that. Um, for the race call of the year, uh, Roger Houston's call of the 2019 Adios was nominated. Um, and also, Nathan Bain was nominated for race call of the year. Uh, and for race fan of the year, we had Ken Terpenning, Jimmy Byers, uh, Nick Barnsdale, Joe Eisenhower Jr., and also John Delensky. And uh, we used, if you've been following Adriano Sorella on social media, we use the wheel of names to narrow it down to six uh, this season. All right. So uh, once again, congratulations to the finalists. Without further ado, it's time to announce the nominees for the USTA Innovator of the Year. Let's once again roll that uh, cute little bumper, Mike. It's a cute little bumper that I put together for uh, for uh, the uh, awards here this year. So uh, without further ado, it's time to announce the nominees for what has quickly become one of the popular awards of the set of the USTA Innovator of the Year. All right, the 2019 USTA Innovator of the Year nominees are Rod Allums Jr., Wendy Ross, Gina Maybe, Mike Wolkenberg, Ryan Clements, and Adriano Sorella. Also nominated for this category was Raymond Lance, Tietrich Racing, Don L. Mock, and last year's winner, Mike Ashley Tietrich. All right, so congratulations, six finalists for the USTA Innovator of the Year. This uh, not a very uh, old award, Mike. This was not one of the original six. This one uh, we come up with just a couple of years ago, and I think it's a really good award, Mike, because it kind of gives you know kudos to some of the people that uh, have innovative ideas, not only innovative ideas, but have seen some of these ideas through. We'll start with uh, Rod Allums Jr. I believe he was nominated last year as well. Rod is the co-host of the North American Harness Update, which premieres every Friday at 9 p.m. He also positively promotes the sport by trying to help new gamblers and handicappers by uh, showing them new angles to wager from. Allums helped to spearhead Not Who Picks, a service that provides nightly selections to some of the North America's uh, top, harness, uh, top harness racing tracks. Oh, it's, the, it's uh, his third post time with Mike and Mike Awards nomination. So congratulations to Rod as once again he is a finalist for Innovator of the Year. And Mike, speaking of Innovator of the Year, how about Wendy Ross? Yeah, Wendy Ross uh, works with me here at the United States Trotting Association. And uh, no, I did not nominate her. Uh, we had a couple of nominations, and feel free to show the nominations to whoever asks. But uh, she began working for the USTA in May of 2018, helping to spearhead some of Harness Racing's mainstream media. Um, she's put together some carpool karaoke, lip sync battles. And in 2018, she worked with Mark Weaver and Ron Burke to coordinate the Harness Racing Fan Zone Foiled Again farewell tour um, and a quote from uh, one of her nominations she's become a shining star in the industry and understands racing aspect of the business while bringing out the human aspect of it so wendy ross yes. a nominee for the usta uh innovator of the year mike yeah she's done a fantastic job and uh speaking of doing a fantastic job how about gina maybe which she is not a over the past year in promoting the racing in Maryland, maybe markets the sport of harness racing through the state of Maryland. Horseman's representative for the Clover League Bonus Standard Bread Association. And uh, they helped create the I Want to Be a Driver event, which has certainly uh, attracted a lot of attention in the harness racing world. That allows participants the opportunity to sit behind a Standard Bread in an exhibition race, maybe also help build an annual community day. And there are just so many other things that she has done uh, innovative 
uh, for harness racing in the sport of Maryland, and I think she is certainly one of the big reasons why the harness racing world is starting to recognize Maryland again. I mean, let's be honest, Maryland's kind of fallen off the map. I could say that because it's my home state, Mike. Uh, <laughs> current, my current home state, but it, it but but be it is but it is back. But now, nah, yeah, they might. But it not wouldn't be the first time they tried. But it is, uh, you know, it, she has done a fantastic job. And you know what? It's uh, great racing there, and she has uh, really been a big part of that. So hats off to Gina Maybe. Congratulations on her nomination. How about – you know, I was wondering when this guy <laughs> was going to start getting his props because he has been a monster on social media, and he's a starter. And his name is uh, – I always get his name right. It's, it's Wokenberg? Wobkenberg. Wobkenberg, okay. Mike Wobkenberg. Wobkenberg. There's a B right there, Mike. Come on. I, get it I, right I, now. That's it. Yep. But uh, listen, he, he you're right. He's tirelessly promotes the sport of harness racing um, uh, in many ways, and I don't even need the biography that was written for him uh, to kind of tell you about Mike Wokenberg. He helped us out a big time with the youth de- USTA Youth Delegate Summit out at Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway, Mike, and he gave gives starting car rides. He informs them about the sport of harness racing. Um, he's constantly taking pictures of people. Um, what doesn't Wolkenberg do? And one thing um, that he started to do was to he produced 450 T-shirts, Mike, all at his own cost, with hopes that someone would see the T-shirt and say, "Hey, what's that all about?" That's a great idea, if you ask me. Yeah, no question about it. And how about somebody that we is no surprise that we knew is going to be nominated when you talk about Innovator of the Year? Uh, <laughs> actually, these next two names won't be a surprise, but Ryan Clemens. What more can you say about Ryan? He's received numerous nominations throughout the process for his creation of the often pacing mobile app, catch driver mobile app, uh, you know, the improvement of catch driver to 3D. Um, You know, he's done so with a very limited budget, uh, limited staff. And now he's got this Facebook Live series, Mike, uh, that he's gotten really, really uh, good accolades for, especially the Ron Burke interview. And, and I don't know if, if, if you guys haven't caught that yet, please make sure you go check that out. It's on the Ryan Clemens Facebook page. Make sure you follow him on Facebook. Uh, but a very, very good interview with Ron Burke. And uh, he's just done so much, I think, for the sport of harness racing in a different and innovative way. And this is his third post time with Mike and Mike nomination. And speaking of uh, another that has really done tireless work on social media, especially lately, especially with the big announcement of the Jimmy Freight Stakes and his 12 days of Christmas giveaway, Adriano Sorella. Yeah, Adriano Sorella has done a lot of great things. He's come up with the Jimmy Freight Stakes, a $100,000 event that uh, will feature the offspring of the stakes champion in 2023. Um, He's fresh off his 12 days of Christmas Facebook giveaway, uh, which attracted thousands of old and, and new racing fans to his page. So lots of great Award nominees there again for those of you who might have uh, might have missed it. That was Rod Allen's Jr., Wendy Ross, Gina Maybe, Mike Wolbkinberg, Ryan Clements, and Adriano Sorella. All right, so three down, three left. When we come back, we'll announce more nominees for the 2019. Actually, four left. We have four left. 2019 uh, post time with Mike and Mike Awards. You got post time with Mike and Mike presented by Bet America and the USTA. Back in a moment. Mike Bozich, along with Mike Carter, for Pacing for the Cure. Do you or someone you love with multiple sclerosis have a difficult time paying for your MS medications or need medical equipment such as a lift chair or scooter to help with your mobility needs? Pacing for the Cure can help. Please visit the pacingforthecure.org website and complete the Mobility Aid application or contact Jeff at pacingforthecure.org. If eligible, you may receive funding. Mike Are you a harness racing trainer or driver? Please join the list of those who pledged in 2018 for the $1 per win challenge. The 2019 challenge has begun and wins tally from January 1st through November 30th. For the drivers and trainers that are currently participating in the challenge and donate $100, they will receive a Pacing for the Cure long sleeve t-shirt or baseball cap. For a $250 donation, the driver or trainer will receive two tickets to the annual party. If you are interested in joining the challenge, please email Jeff at pacingforthecure.org. Thank you, drivers and trainers. From the edge of your seat starts to the white knuckle finishes. Horse racing is truly a ride unlike any other. One that the Pennsylvania Horse Racing Association intends to preserve in the Keystone State for years and years to come. 
From our breeders to track operators to you, the fan. PHRA is here to bring everyone together for the benefit of the sport we love and the majestic athletes we adore. Learn more about the PHRA's mission at PennHorseRacing.com. Brought to you by the Pennsylvania Horse Racing Association. Southern Oaks has been the winter home of many great horses competing in several different stakes programs. It's home to leading trainers such as Irv Miller, John Bootenshane, Eddie Lohmeyer, and Ian Moore, just to name a few. The farm is conveniently located within 45 minutes of both the Orlando Airport and Daytona Beach in sunny Florida. Southern Oaks, arguably the best training service in all of Florida, has stalls for rent for the winter season. For more information, visit southernoakstraining.com. That's southernoakstraining.com. We're back on this edition of Post Time with Mike and Mike, presented by the United States Trotting Association and Bet America. Mike Carter alongside of Mike Bozich. It's the 2019 Post Time with Mike and Mike Awards nomination show. And boy, has it been a lot of fun thus far. But Mike, coming up is one of my favorite categories. It is the Foiled Again Iron Horse of the Year. And we've got some stipulations on the Iron Horse of the Year. Um, and we wanted to make sure that everybody was aware of those uh, ahead of time. They were listed on our website, but we're going to go ahead over them one more time. Because uh, some nominees uh, who were nominated did not uh, fit the parameters, uh, so to speak. Um, it is currently any race horse that is currently racing as a 13 or 14. 14-year-old with at least 200 career starts, and the horse must have made at least 10 starts in 2019 to be eligible for this award. So we were able to get five out of this award, and uh, some of them might, might be heading to Monticello for the Au Revoir uh, pace coming up here in just a couple of, excuse me, I say just a couple of weeks, about a week uh, next week at Monticello. Yeah, yeah, cool, cool stuff. And uh, this is always one of the most emotional awards because you know what, to make it, to to be a 13 or a 14 year old and to still race is pretty good stuff. I mean that is certainly uh, uh, you know it's a, it's a testament to the stamina of the standard bred breed and of course the ultimate iron horse foiled again. You know the richest horse of all time, richest harness horse of all time, kind of did it a lot the hard way and uh, was able to maintain that form for so so long. And, uh, you know, hats off once again to the Burke Brigade for doing what they did with Foiled again, really making him an ambassador of the sport, Mike, that final year of racing. Yeah, I completely agree. And uh, let's take a look at the nominees. Let's start with Electric Lad, who's a 13-year-old. I got you, Mike. Apparently. All right, let's try that again. Let's talk about Electric Lad, a 13-year-old pacer who has encompassed just over $450,000 throughout his career. Uh, he's raced for numerous trainers throughout Ohio and Indiana, scoring 54 victories and 380 starts. Set a lifetime mark of 151-2 and two at age 9 at Harris Hoosier Park on April 26th. And at age 7, he amassed career that should say career yearly earnings of just under $70,000. His richest season thus far. He's currently owned by Ryan Bellamy of Anderson, Indiana, was sired by Electric Yankee and the full of damn Figmental. All right. Dream Fair Van Dam Mike had a slow beginning to his career, making it just five starts in his two and three year old seasons. But he made his way through Ontario, setting a mark of 151 and three at age five while racing at Woodbine Raceway. He's a hard-hitting pacer, was amassed the majority of his money through conditioned events. He is currently owned by Natasha Campbell and Heather Hawkins and is trained by Mark Campbell. All right, next up is Bob Jack's Angle A, who began his extensive career at age four after being fold Mike in Australia. He made just over $50,000 during a four-year international campaign. He set a lifetime mark at age 11 with a 152-1 victory at the Downs at Mohegan Sun Pocono. He's owned by Steve Smith, trained by Karen Garland, and has made just over $225,000 throughout his career. He's hit the board in 17 of 27 starts this year with six victories as a 14-year-old. 
Moon Lake is our next nominee for the Iron Horse Award of the Year. Moon Lake kicked off his career with a short two-year-old campaign, making just under $5,000 at eight starts, hitting the board three times. His three-year-old campaign was one of his most successful, winning just over $25,000 that season with victories in New York Sire Stakes Company. Set a mark of 155 at Vernon Downs in 2011 at age five. And as his career comes to a close, he currently has 53 wins and 385 starts with just under $210,000 made. He is owned and trained by Bob Coulter of Ontario. And next, Mike, is one of my favorite horses, a horse <laughs> that I have followed for a long, long time, being, of course, uh, the old announcer at Hazel Park for 10 years. Go ahead. I'll let you introduce one more. Go for it. My man, T-Red. T-Red started his career at age two with six victories and 19 starts, making just over $7,000 in 2008. He's currently owned by trainer Good Guy, Mike Henry Gully, and has hit the board in 18 of 42 starts in 2019 while winning seven races and making 25000 plus. He's raced all through Ohio, Michigan, and Indiana with just under $480,000 in career earnings. He's had a lifetime mark of 151 and one at age five at the Indiana State Fair. His highest career earnings came in 2014, where he has earned $41,146. And, Mike, I can bet you my next 20 paychecks that that is Jessica Otten's vote. Um. You know what? I, I should get her to vote the other way just to just so that uh, just so that uh, so that uh, I can get your next twenty paychecks. How about that? Yep. yep. And uh, yeah, well, you know, I wouldn't. You know, you wouldn't be rich at all. But nonetheless, uh, once again, five great nominees for the Foiled Again Iron Horse Award of the Year: Electric Lad, Dream Fair, Van Dam, Bob Jack Single, Moon Lake, and T Red. And once again, go to bullseyewithmikeandmike.com at noon to vote. Yes, sir. So one thing about Moon Lake, she wasn't gelded. Apparently it's a she, and I read it as an M instead of a G, or a G instead mm. of an M, uh, gelding mm. instead, of, uh, instead of a mare. Yeah, so, so yes. it's Moon a very Lake, common mistake. A very she? common mistake to you know, it's a very common mistake to you know to uh, miss see a G for an M. Yeah, yeah, it's not very common. Don't <laughs> listen. Uh, you know. Them two letters look exactly alike, Mike. They look exactly alike. I had to go make sure I changed her biography to she all over the place now, thanks to to, uh, a couple people who pointed it out. So uh, anyways, so those are the five nominees for Iron Horse of the Year, and another great category, Mike. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, that's why I like the post-time of Mike and Mike listeners, boy. They keep us to task, don't they? (laughs) Let me tell you something. If I have a stat wrong, I'm going to be really upset. <laughs> I love that's why I love our listeners. They keep us the task. But uh, yeah, five great nominees. Once again, voting starts at noon. Go to the website, posttimewithmikeandmike.com uh, to begin voting at noon. Our next category, Mike, uh, is small stable of the year. And this is one I think, Mike, that is close, near and dear to our hearts because, first of all, it's named after the initial. A winner of the small stable of the year, the inaugural winner, Larry Reinheimer, of course, who uh, passed away, Larry of uh, Freaky Feet Pete fame. But uh, it's also close to our heart, Mike, because these are people, once again, that, you know, because of the, the, the bigger stables, you know, the Burke Brigade, et cetera, that don't get the recognition that they deserve. Uh, and I think the small stable of the year certainly allows them to do that. Hats off to Hoosier Park. They've sponsored it each and every year, and uh, they're doing so once again. And uh, and once again, of course, is named after Larry Reinheimer. Of course, uh, Larry passed away a few years back. Great, great guy. And uh, once again, it's named after him. So without further ado, let's roll the bump. And... We have six great nominees for the 2019 Larry Reinheimer Small Stable of the Year presented by Hoosier Park. Tani Camilleri, she came to the United States from Australia with a small stable of Australian bred horses. Before training, she was in school to become a lawyer, and she dropped her career to become a horse trainer, and it has been full speed ahead ever since. Once coming to the United States, she's worked her way up the ladder to win her Breeders' Crown with Dance and Lou at Woodbine Mohawk Park. Tani Camilleri, Mike. All right. Next up is Altmeyer Wilder Racing, a family-run operation that focuses on racing at the Meadows Racetrack and Casino. The stable name comes from the marriage of Heather Wilder, who was an Altmeyer, and Mike Wilder. The stable currently has 13-plus uh, horses in their stable, 
And uh, Mike is the second trainer and driver of the stable, while Heather owns several horses within the barn and manages their social media accounts. Yeah, and from a wagering point of view, Mike's been red hot lately as, as, as driving at the Meadows, so you may want to pay attention to Mike. He's seeing it well right now. How about Winter Circle Racing, Mike? It's a fractional ownership group that provides the total harness racing experience from the barn to the paddock to the Winter Circle. The group was started by Charlie Longo and Matt Zuccarello, both U.S. trotting association driving school graduates. Their mission is to introduce as many people to the sport as possible, and they are uh, a big-time presence on social media as well. So Winter Circle Racing doing great things for the Sparta Harness Racing. Mike? The Trevor Williams Stable is up next. Williams began his stable in Canada five years ago, achieving his 100th win this season at just over 200 starts. The season he only has 45 starts and likes to keep his stable small. Williams was born and raised in Winnipeg as a bank manager by day, and after work he goes to the barn to do training until late at night. His barn usually consists of one or two young Manitoba-bred horses for stakes and a couple of older horses for the open rank races. Next finalist is the Galliers Racing Stable. Galliers Racing Stable was started by young up-and-coming star Brady Galliers, who was not born into racing like many horsemen. He's worked hard to become one of the top stables in Ohio, currently has over $600,000 in career earnings, and most recently finished sixth in the training standings at El Dorado Scioto Downs. The stable is a strong social media presence and promotes the sport of harness racing. And Mike, last but not least, the Bill McKenzie Stable, and boy, did he have a storybook season. Southwind Ozzy returned to the racetrack in July, ready to take on some of the top pacers in the country. Following his victory in the Adios at the Meadows, Southwind Ozzy put in an outstanding effort to win the 2019 Little Brown Jug. McKenzie had his richest season to date in 2019 with over $1.2 million in earnings and a trainer's ranking of 313. All right, so those are the nominees for the 2019 Larry Reinheimer Small Stable of the Year, presented by uh, Hoosier Park, Tony Camilleri, Altmeyer Wilder Racing Stable, Winner's Circle Racing, Trevor Williams Stable, Galleries Racing Stable, and Bill McKenzie Stable. Once again, voting starts at noon on our website, post time with MikeAndBike.com. And this is, once again, Mike, I like this category because it gives the racing world a chance to get introduced to some people, some horsemen, some stables that they normally would not be familiar with. Yeah, I completely agree with that, uh, Mike, as I take a look at some of the previous winners of the 2019 Small Stable of the Year. I mean, we've had some interesting uh, interesting winners. Uh, we've had Verlin Yoder, Jamie McCumber, Larry Reinheimer was the very first Small Stable of the Year winner. Joanne Looney King won it back in 2016. So lots of great names uh, have won uh, this award, and I'm really anxious to kind of see how the voting uh, plays out there, uh, but also being nominated for the small stable, I keep forgetting to do this, um, was the Dave Kelly stable, the Jack and Maria Rice stable, Jeff Lilly stable, who's been nominated a couple of times, Mike, Calvin Holler uh, stable, Bates Racing stable, and Brian O'Donnell. And uh, let's see, the previous category for 14-year-olds, uh, we had um, a bunch of horses that were nominated as well. As I said, we had Let's see, we had 13 nominees. Of that, we took uh, the five that were eligible. The remaining eight were ineligible. Um, uh, they needed you know, more starts or they were not uh, old enough. So uh, we're, we're down to five in that category, but every other category has six. And uh, you know, like you said, the small stable of the year is one we look forward to each year. All right, we still have two categories left to announce the finalists for. They are the Horsewoman of the Year and the Upset of the Year, and we're going to do so after this timeout. You've got Post Time with Mike and Mike, presented by Bet America and the USTA. Mike Bozich, along with Mike Carter, for Pacing for the Cure. Do you or someone you love with multiple sclerosis have a difficult time paying for your MS medications or need medical equipment such as a lift chair or scooter to help with your mobility needs? Pacing for the Cure can help. Please visit the pacingforthecure.org website and complete the mobility aid application or contact Jeff at pacingforthecure.org. If eligible, you may receive funding. Mike, 
Are you a harness racing trainer or driver? Please join the list of those who pledged in 2018 for the $1 per win challenge. The 2019 challenge has begun and wins tally from January 1st through November 30th. For the drivers and trainers that are currently participating in the challenge and donate $100, they will receive a Pacing for the Cure long sleeve t-shirt or baseball cap. For a $250 donation, the driver or trainer will receive two tickets to the annual party. If you are interested in joining the challenge, please email Jeff at pacingforthecure.org. Thank you, drivers and trainers. Southern Oaks has been the winter home of many great horses competing in several different stakes programs. It's home to leading trainers such as Irv Miller, John Bootenshane, Eddie Lohmeyer, and Ian Moore, just to name a few. The farm is conveniently located within 45 minutes of both the Orlando Airport and Daytona Beach in sunny Florida. Southern Oaks, arguably the best training service in all of Florida, has stalls for rent for the winter season. For more information, visit southernoakstraining.com. That's southernoakstraining.com. Are you interested in learning more about owning standard bred racehorses? Do you want to experience the excitement of driving a standard bred? Owning a racehorse is a once-in-a-lifetime experience and not as difficult as you may think. The United States Trotting Association wants to help make your ownership dreams a reality. Contact a member of the Ownership Concierge team by email at owners at ustrotting.com or by calling 877-800-8782, extension 5555. We're back on Post Time with Mike and Mike, presented by Bet America and the USTA. It is the 2019 Awards Nomination Show. Two categories left to announce still. We'll do so in just a moment, but just want to tell you that coming new to Ontario for 2020 at Winback Farm of Ontario is Mick Wicked, the 2018 Horse of the Year and the richest pacing stallion in harness racing history. Winner over $5 million Canadian. Book early, limited syndication opportunities available. Once again, for more information, go to winbackfarm.com, winbackfarm.com. Mick Wicked standing at Winback of Ontario. And, Mike, it's going to be interesting to see what kind of offspring Mick Wicked produces, as great as a horse he's been. And, you know, Mike, he's been an iron horse of sorts. Not only was he uh, a good horse, he was fast. Um, one of those mm-hmm. that could come from off the pace. Uh, you know, say, uh, he paced a mile of, uh, I believe it was 146 and two at the Red Mile uh, back uh, two years ago. And, you know, what a career, uh, storybook career he's had. Come back from injury, you know, retired, then came back, and now is retiring, retiring again. Just an amazing, amazing racehorse. All right, Mike Carter, it is that time again. It is time for more awards, nominations, announcement. This time it's the 2019 Horsewoman of the Year. And we'll start with somebody who's also nominated to Small Stable of the Year, Tani Camilleri. And the bio is the same. She came to the United States from Australia, was going to be a lawyer, decided to follow her love of harness racing. And, uh, boy, that uh, that has kind of paid off for Tani Camilleri. She's won her first Breeders' Crown uh, at Woodbine Mohawk Park here in 2019. Donnell Mock, Mike. Donnell Mock currently works for the MSOA in Western Pennsylvania as their publicity and marketing director. She has an extensive harness racing background, is an asset in uh, upping, excuse me, in coming up with new uh, innovative ideas to get younger generation to the racetrack. She gives countless tours of the backstretch and of the meadows during live racing. How about the current outrider of Miami Valley Gaming and Hollywood Gaming, Ashley Holiday? She helps to keep the horses and horsemen safe on the track. It is an imperative part of both racing facilities. She has extensive knowledge of horse racing as a whole, and her whole family has been a part of the sport for years and certainly one of the most underrated positions, Mike, in the sport of harness racing, the outrider. Next up is Brittany Bounds, who's an up-and-coming trainer uh, racing throughout the Mid-Atlantic. She currently has 84 career wins with just under $500,000 made in her short career. 2018 was her best year to date with just over $170,000 in earnings. Mike, you've seen Brittany Bounds a little bit. Absolutely, and she does great things on the racetrack. How about Amy Holler, who is the face of the Ohio Harness Horsemen's Association in Northfield Park in Ohio? She runs a stable with her husband, Calvin, and is a sister-in-law of uh, one of the great trainers, Brian Brown. Holler's been the representative at Northfield Park for 19 years and can be found promoting the sport of harness racing via her Facebook page and all different sorts 
of ways. And last but not least, Mike. Is Nancy Johansson. I'm actually going to let you take Nancy because Facebook is not allowing me to tag everybody. So I'm having to go through and uh, comment everybody's name. So keep rolling, man. All right, buddy. Nancy Johansson took over some of the training duties of her father, Hall of Fame trainer Jimmy Tactor, in 2019. She sent out the most winners she has ever it that she's ever had in 2019, getting to the winner's circle a total of 72 times out of 338 starts. She campaigned world champion Captain Crunch to a powerful victory in the Pepsi North America Cup at Woodbine Mohawk Park in June. Led a Manchego to a world record-setting performance at Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway, then capped off her season with a powerful Breeders' Cup performance by Manchego. In 2019, she picked up just over $4.5 million in earnings with a UTRS of 350. So once again, congratulations to the finalists for the 2019 Horsewoman of the Year, Tawny Camilleri, Donnell Mock, Ashley Holiday, Brittany Bounds, Amy Holler, and Nancy Johansson. Mike, it's good to see. We've got uh, completely, uh, almost a completely different set of names for the uh, Horsewoman of the Year. So this is going to certainly <laughs> be a very, very interesting. I think all the awards are pretty wide open, but this one I think in particular. You know, it's been nice uh, kind of watching these come through and uh, seeing some of the different names that uh, are on the list. Uh, people who don't normally uh, who don't normally uh, get nominated, that's for sure. All right, Michael, I'm going to roll this bump and get this thing started. It's our final uh, final set of finalists, and this time it's the upset of the year. And I'm just going to roll through these mics. I know you're busy on social media. It is the finalists for the – these are the finalists for the 2019 Upset of the Year Award. Home and Dry's 82-1 to 1 upset at Dover Downs. Uh, well, I'll tell you what, that's a nice mutual for uh, the paramutual backers of Home and Dry. How about Caviar Alley for upset of Tartan at Lexington and the Breeders' Crown? Forbidden Trade, that's sort of a big upset. The 2019 Hamiltonian upsetting the great green shoe – Weslin Quest, a 16-1 track record tying upset. The Ohio Sire stakes back on August 16th. How about April Ava? 55-1 upset in the fourth race at Yonkers Raceway in December, on December 9th. And, of course, in the Meadowlands Pace, best in show for uh, Hall of Famer Linda Toscano and Hall of Famer Brian Sears, 27-1 upset in the 2019 Meadowlands Pace. Those are the finalists for the upset of the year. Home and Dry, Caviar Alley, Forbidden Trade, Wesleyan Quest, April Ava, and Best in Show. And, Mike, we were there for that broadcast at the Meadowlands Pace uh, there in 2019. And uh, I'll tell you what, Best in Show, that was one of the best drives I think I've ever seen with Brian Sears weaving through traffic, making all the right decisions towards the end of that mile. And what a big win for trainer Linda Toscano, of course, is going to be the first woman ever to head to the Hall of Fame. And uh, that was uh, quite an upset. But I'll tell you what, six Big time upsets currently on that list, and I think this is going to give uh, voters some issues here. Yeah, the one that uh, is missing from that list is Endeavor. Uh, Endeavor was not nominated, but uh, how about these uh, best in show? Probably looking at it uh, gets my vote. Uh, maybe even Forbidden Trade. Who could forget that? Uh, who could forget that upset victory, Mike? Uh, Forbidden Trade in the Hamiltonian. It was one of the biggest upsets uh, we saw all year long. Yeah, for a driver, Bob McClure getting his first Hamiltonian win. So congratulations to those connections there. But I mean, hey, 82 to one shot at home and drive, 55 to one shot in April. Ava, Caviar Alley, the upset of Sharton, Weslin Quest. Maybe not as big of odds as the others at 16 to one, but, you know, hey, tried uh, tied the uh, track record. So certainly an exclamation point on that. So once again, voting opens at high noon. We're 28 minutes away from the voting opening, you can do so at post time with Mike and Mike.com. Once again, one vote for person. And uh, if you do, do try to vote more than once, then your original vote will be disqualified. And we can tell with the help of our third party uh, who's trying to vote twice. So uh, once again, don't do it. Yeah. Just please uh, make sure that, uh, that voting, uh, you only have one vote per person. Uh, like I said, survey monkey is uh, been our, it's been our, uh, it's been our partner over the past couple of years. The press release with biographies will be going out here in just a little bit as well. Uh, got a couple. Nice thing about us reading these as we're on the air is I can, 
is I can write down corrections as we're going and uh, fill through those uh, connect or excuse me fill through those corrections. So uh, we'll make a few corrections. We'll send the uh, send the press release out and uh, we'll be ready to rock. All right, that sounds good. Once again, voting opens at noon. You can do so at post time with Mike and Mike.com. Well, I think our nomination shows in the books. Mike, you got anything else to add before we close this thing up? Nope, that, I'm gonna go get some sleep now. Uh, <laughs> the hard part of the hard part of the post time with Mike and Mike Awards nomination show is complete. Uh, thank goodness. Uh, there's a lot of behind the scenes work that goes into uh, putting these this part of it together, and now I can sit back and uh, enjoy a ice cold beverage and uh, watch the uh, watch the fireworks. All right, fantastic. Well, listen, we appreciate everybody that uh, took time to send in their nominees. Once again, voting opens at noon at post time with Mike and Mike.com. It's our year in review show next week, and we're always excited to bring you that. One of our, uh, I think, one of our best shows of the year. So you're certainly going to want to tune into that 10:30 a.m. next Thursday. On behalf of all of us here at post time with Mike and Mike, vote, 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 and we'll see you next Thursday. Good night, everybody. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.